Good day. Welcome to the Business Agora, a series of conversations aimed to be supportive in your business and your life, held with our community here at Workspace 365. My name is Michael Benson. I am the CEO at Workspace 365, and I'm here with our community engagement lead, Al Jeffrey, who will be your host for a number of these conversations. Thanks, Michael, and thank you for joining us for the Agora. Agora means the gathering or the exchange. And in these conversations, we hope to connect you with some of the humans of the Workspace 365 community, bring light to their stories, their insights into business, leadership, and well-being, and offer useful resources and tips for navigating business post-COVID-19. So let's dive in. All right, David, thank you for joining for a Business Agora conversation. My pleasure, Al. It's really nice to be here. Yeah, and as we know very well, and those listening in will know if they're in Melbourne or New South Wales or anywhere in Australia, really, we're amidst another lockdown, um, extending again. So where are you joining from for the conversation? Northern New South Wales, actually. Oh, great. Um, yeah, so yeah, can't really complain up here. Um, mm-hmm. It's not too far from the Queensland border, and not too badly affected by everything. Yeah, not, not at this, not at this stage anyway. Yeah, and so, do you live up there, or you've just scooted up there during this time, or yeah, how have um, you ended up up there? Good question. I used to be based in Melbourne, and uh, this year, I, my family, and I, we all moved up here and bought a property up here so we've it's been a move from from victoria to northern new south wales great it's a great move i definitely hope to do that at some point um was lockdown last year and COVID in melbourne formative for that decision or had that been something not at all actually no. no it's just something my wife and i had um we're not really cold weather people so mm-hmm. we always wanted to come up this area of australia and um, we have kids who are sort of halfway, more than halfway through their childhoods now. And so it was kind of now or never if we want to have a family life up here. But it was nothing to do with lockdown and everything to do mm-hmm. with just, just lifestyle. OK, great. Um, yeah, it's um, uh, well, in my experience anyway, in talking to people, it's quite rare that big decisions like that hadn't been catalyzed by lockdown um, or maybe the timing of them. It just felt like now is now is the best time but it'd been a decision that had already been made prior anyway. Um, Yeah, I'm not, to be honest, I think I'm quite a positive person and I would never make a decision based on, mm -hmm. yes, something essentially fairly negative like lockdown. I would never make knee-jerk decisions like that. There's got to be a deeper meaning than that for me anyway. That sounds like a very wise. Yeah, so it's got to be longer term and better thought out. And we just always naturally gravitated to this area and, irrespective of COVID, we, we would have been, we would have come up here. So, so the timing mm-hmm. it wasn't even, wasn't really even a factor either. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine that type of thinking being longer term and well thought out lends itself very well to the work that you found yourself doing as well. That's, that's extremely intuitive of you, Al. That is perfect. <laughs> I've, I've been caught red-handed, but yes, correct. It's all about yeah. balancing, balancing future and present. Uh, harmoniously that's exactly what my business is about so I Mm -hmm. yes exactly so I am living that uh you've you've spotted that that I am living that myself yeah yeah so yeah it sounds like quite an underlying 
philosophy that you carry that has now led into most much most of your life certainly. yeah most certainly yeah. it's, it's yeah. something i've learned over life and something i implement myself and implement all my clients as well mm -hmm. and it almost sounds um i mean uh yeah thinking about you know the future and also being very much alive and living in the present it's quite stoic in a way if we were to relate it to the kind of philosophy which is about obviously being clear on your longer term aims that are values driven and, and virtuous in a sense, and also being very responsive to the present moment. Um, yeah, I think that both are possible. I think we tend to have this uh, misguided concept that you you, you either live for today or you don't live life properly. I, I really believe that I'm very conscious of um, tenses. And I'm very conscious of the present tense and I'm very conscious of the conscious of the future tense. And I'm mm -hmm. very conscious that both um, can be satisfied, that you, we can have a fulfilling present and a fulfilling future. And, and, and it's not an either or that they're, they're mutually compatible, not mutually exclusive. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of the, the harmony of life, isn't it? And it, it's a bit like saying we're individuals, but we're also part of groups. You know, they might be communities or family, but the two are mutually compatible. We can be our own selves. We don't have to lose ourselves in a group, uh, mm -hmm. but we can but we can be part of a group. And it's the same thing, balancing balancing today with tomorrow, if you like. Definitely. I mean, as a uh, a psychotherapist personally, it's it's much of much of my work as well as helping people straddle those what can seem as contradictory realities in a way that we are individuals and we're differentiated and we have a self and we have agency and, and at the same time we're, we are deeply dependent and social creatures on community and belonging and we do seek acceptance and also need authenticity and so living yeah somehow. i mean like, like i think once you accept the contradictions of life um i think then you can be in harmony with those they're no longer contradictions so you know it's like the old saying isn't it we're, we're all we're all alive uh, almost the definition of being alive is that we're dying we're all dying really aren't we it's not a negative mm -hmm. thing to say it's just a fact because mm -hmm. we're mortal aren't we uh, and it sounds like such a contradiction but once you can reconcile those and live in harmony that's when you can get the most out of the life you've got once you can reconcile mm -hmm. the present and the future you can get the most out of that uh, and i think uh, that's the you know i don't see any of these things as as contradictory i see them all as harmonious ultimately yeah 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 i love that perspective and and ultimately part of you know two sides of the same coin um oh very good yeah and in fact that's really interesting that you say that because i wrote a couple of sketchy notes before this interview and i have two sides of the coin on my notes and so you, wow. you've actually said that without knowing anything about the tiny bit of preparation i've done for this because i didn't want to do i'm not trying to be insulting I, I think if you over prepare, well, then you're not going to be natural. Again, that's the con that would be a contradiction. So, uh, yeah, two sides of the same coin. That's exactly my thinking. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying these philosophical threads that we're pulling on, and we could spend the whole episode there. Um, but maybe that's another another episode. I'm curious to hear about yeah your story that led to to working uh, in in the work that you're doing um, and sort my money and and starting. The business um, and ending up where you are now. Where did this kind of intrigue, curiosity, uh, begin for you? 
Well, I can I can actually answer that question without departing too much, because I believe that philosophical discussions are good as long as they have a base in reality and as long as they're applicable. Right. So mm -hmm. I can answer that in, in that way. And essentially what I so talking of two sides of the same coin, if you if you look at a coin, it has got two sides. And I believe that you've, you've got to gravitate to the positive side, really, ultimately. Now, I my background to answer your question, I was a bank manager with ANZ, a bank manager with Westpac. Um, I was a small business specialist with ANZ. So all in all, I've got 15 years of professional financial experience. And mm -hmm. I spent several years with those institutions, ANZ and Westpac, and learned an awful lot. Now, it wasn't me in the long term. Uh, corporate finance wasn't me. But again, I'm, I'm not a person who would say you know, that's bad or anything. It's not good or it's bad. It just is. And I am grateful to those institutions for teaching me, for giving me a, a really fabulous financial education. But what I wanted to do was take that knowledge and not simply repeat it in that context of banking, corporate banking. I wanted to take it and do something new, cutting edge, leading edge, uh, life transforming with it. And so I took that knowledge and built on it. And I help people to really master their day-to-day -day finances, to become conscious in, the, in their finances, to really, I call it money mindfulness, which, which sounds uh, airy-fairy, but it's not. It's, it's real life and it's real mastery. And that's the mm -hmm. side of, of the, the financial coin, and pardon the pun because I realize coin is finance, that, I'm, that I've gravitated to. And, and I teach people mastery of the day-to-day. -day. And once you've got mastery of the day-to-day, -day, you've got mastery of your financial life and all sorts of things fall in place as a result of that. Mm. Yeah, I really like that. And again, um, uh, well, I suppose I, I just appreciate uh, business or um, I suppose any professional vocation or attempt that that is grounded in a, a philosophy that's, that's a little bit larger than the, the practicalities of the operation itself, you might say, something that has a, a sense of purpose or mission or something that, that makes the, the business mean more than just, a, yeah, a, um, I suppose a way of, way of putting food on the table, but it, it has a, a purpose-driven aspect to it. And so it sounds like for you, it is really about supporting people or, or families in uh yeah in finding a kind of freedom or meaning yeah so i would yeah agree with what you just said there al but i would change the word support to empower so really mm -hmm. what i my aim is to is to empower individuals um to teach them how to fish um rather than catch a fish for them and this is obviously in a financial context and mm -hmm. yes i agree there's an underlying philosophy to to what i do and what my business does and I believe that it's important to have a philosophy and it's important to translate that philosophy into reality. So the rubber has to hit the road and those those ideals such as empowering people, it really has to happen in the present, in real life. And that's what I that's really a complete mission, if you like. That's a, a that's reality. And that's really what I try to do. I try to um, empower people and, and to teach them. Uh, to be fantastic with money because there is a sort of limiting belief in society uh, there's a few of them I think people think that they may be not good singers uh, and there's a sort of taboo around that uh, not good dancers you've got to be a really mm -hmm. fabulous dancer in order to get up and dance and also people think they're not good with numbers and they're not good with money I don't think any of that's necessarily true and I believe as far as money goes because that's my 
forte, that's my speciality. But if you can swim or ride a bike, you can be good with money. And I want to hear people who I work with describe themselves as good with money because that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I very much appreciate that. What are, what would you say is um, maybe one of the most meaningful things that you do teach uh, clients when they, when they work with you that maybe has, the, that maybe they're most surprised about or that they've never thought about before, something that does really uh, have a day-to-day -day rubber hit the road kind of impact that few people um, have come across? I think an overarching theme is, um, it, let me just start with the philosophical, yeah? If, if I say to you, something can only have value if it is um, limited, which again sounds like a contradiction, but if you walked out of your front door, whichever building you're in now, and uh, the, the, literally the street was paved with gold, there would be no more uh, spot price in gold no there'd be no more trading in gold gold would mm. be completely worthless okay so it, it's not to demean it but it's actually to increase its value so the same with money i think quite often and i'm not saying this is bad by the way people are free to do what they want but quite often people treat money as infinite okay and the spending in the day-to-day -day without any thought to the fact that it's really finite so mm -hmm. if I, I show people that money is finite, now that's actually not scarcity. That's, you can only really appreciate the abundance of anything if you appreciate its finiteness, right? So if, you, if your partner is the person of your dreams, well, the fact that that person is just one person out of six billion in the world, that's, it's a bit, bit of a mad example. Then you, the fi that finiteness of that person is that person's value. So once mm -hmm. you start to treat money as finite, then you will appreciate its value and and strangely enough money will value you in return it's a relationship with money now this sounds airy fairy but there are ways of treating money as finite and getting it to value back in return and really to start creating abundance on that basis there are there are methods of doing that day to day starting today and mm -hmm. uh, to to create financial abundance mm -hmm. Yeah, what are some of the methods? I mean, when I think about it for myself, treating it as finite and therefore appreciating it and valuing it as I might say a partner means being very intentional with my spending and being very targeted, being very specific and, and kind of calculated um, because it, it now means more that it, it's finite. Yeah, I, I would even say, so So I would say that um, what what the, the secret to this, and this is in, in effect what I do, the secret to this is to, create a plan for yourself financially which is comprehensive which leaves no financial stone unturned mm -hmm. and so and to put allowances on all of those different things so so we have multiple needs in life and if you can put a, an allowance on everything let me take some random examples birthday present buying some people buy a lot of birthday presents each year they, they might mm. buy 20 right so put an allowance on each one okay uh, spending money day to day okay on groceries and day to day spending put an allowance on that okay uh, clothes money backup spending what i call incidentals put an allowance on that okay once you've put together your jigsaw puzzle with all these allowances you'll have a an abundant comprehensive plan and it's based on the fact that everything is finite but it creates abundance 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it does sound very, very practical. And I mean, my, my mom has been a bank manager for 30 years as well. And so I'm um, lucky that she's supported me with you know, quite extensive budgets since I was a teenager um, and supported me with, with yes, creating a almost like putting money aside every month to the kind of the gift fund so that when it right. does come time that I, I need to buy a gift and I know how many gifts I'm likely to, to need to buy a year and I know how much I intend or the allowance that I would like to, to allow myself to spend for those gifts. And so I know that over the year I need X amount. And so every month, if I put X amount into that fund, then I know where that's coming from. That's um, great. So you are, you are really um, talking the talk, walking the walk, and you are living in financial harmony, and you are also balancing the needs of your financial present with your financial future. So, you know, what I'm hearing is music to my ears, quite honestly. Great. And, and same, that, that sounds very affirming. But I also know, uh, yeah, many of uh, my friends and, and colleagues and just many people who I know who haven't been gifted with a, a mother who's been a bank manager for a large amount of time or hasn't been gifted um, or sought working with someone like yourself to really start to manage their wealth and their finance, um, that it's daunting yeah. and scary and can feel very disempowering. So, so basically, um, you have the good fortune in that area of your life to be born um, with that a head start. Okay. Mm -hmm. So my message to anybody is always you don't have to be born good with money okay wonderful if you are but you can go through the maybe even pain of making some mistakes and sometimes those people end up even better with money than those people who were born good with money because their their experience of life is is, is really empowering their future selves and it and it really is a motivation if you've made a few mistakes with money it's a motivation to get on top of it like like never before so basically mm -hmm. wherever you are uh, you can become good with money yeah you, ju you just need the, the motivation the will and and basically what what my company does if you like is we provide the skill but more important is the person's will the person who comes to us the will plus the skill equals that sort of magic that alchemy that ongoing success that becoming better off staying better off and things just get better and better financially exponentially mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. great yeah i feel um excited uh just hearing you speak about your work and can definitely feel your passion um for it which is which is lovely um just wary of time as well and we might start to to bring it to a close but i'm wondering yourself personally beyond beyond finances and money and business um how do you and i mean you shared earlier you've just moved up north with the family how do you i suppose maintain your own sense of vitality and, and harmony personally not so much financially but just in terms of your your well-being during these times well it goes back to what we said earlier that i think everything is in life like a coin and, and and there's a positive side to each coin and so I make a conscious decision to gravitate to the positive of everything I deal with that doesn't make me a perfect person it's just mm. the philosophy that I have and if uh, everybody's let's say honestly everybody's having a conversation in their head all day and that's not a bad thing it's just how we are as people people walking down the streets everyone's and if they're on their own, they'll, they'll have their own conversation going on. And mm. I've got mine going on. And I just make an effort to steer towards the positive because I think that positive thoughts 
um, and positive words lead to positive actions and positive outcomes. And that's just, again, that's beyond money. That's just how I try to live. Mm -hmm. And I think we always have a choice and I choose to, and that's where our power lies in life in, in the fact that we are free and we have a choice. Mm -hmm. We are free inside our heads to, to decide what we're going to think about. And I, yeah. I, I make an effort to go towards the positive and that, that's how I, that's how I, you know, live my life. Uh, and mm -hmm. I'm not trying to say it's good or bad or better or worse than anybody else. It's just how I do it. Yeah. And, yeah, I, and I, if somebody else does it different, if somebody else does it differently, it's equally valid. And I, I'm equally respectful of how, how they live life and what their philosophy is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it works for you. And I mean, it is grounded in the whole positive psych movement at the moment. And um, I mean, Viktor Frankl, I'm sure you may have read uh, Man's Search for Meaning, but um, he famous, one of his famous quotes is that, in between stimulus and response is a pause and in that pause is your ability to choose and in your ability to choose is your freedom um Wonderful. and that that, yeah. that 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 he's just said it you've just qu quoted the quote that that i that i was trying to say so that you've just interpreted my thoughts per translated my thoughts perfectly yeah and it is um i mean it's quite a fundamental a lot of people talk about the, the kind of mental health and um well-being regimes in terms of self-care and making sure you go for a walk etc but it's quite fundamental to understand the dialogue or the monologue we're having with ourselves as well um and so i, I think that's yeah. the basis i i feel that's the basis of everything and i feel as though if one is conscious of that monologue uh, and one therefore decides to steer it in what one perceives as a positive direction i think other things flow from that correct mm -hmm. yeah 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 great well, what's one way that, because uh, I mean, it um, can be a very difficult and also very confronting thing for someone to start to actually understand the monologue, because we can also speak to ourselves in some very detrimental ways. Um, but what are some ways that you have personally, I suppose, strengthened your ability to actually be aware of that internal monologue? I think it's practice. I think that at first it slips away from you and that's just normal, isn't it? It's just, I think if you're keen to do this and you practice it, it will start after say a month or so, it tends to, you tend to become really aware of it. So a great way to start in, in my opinion, and it never loses its value. And this, somebody else told me this, this isn't my idea, is to take anything, a sm a, the tiniest thing in life that you think is a positive in your life Mm. and to think about it and just to 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 dwell if you like on that the tiniest mm -hmm. thing it might be that the sun hasn't come out for six days and today the sun that sounds almost biblical biblical but the sun comes out today and and mm -hmm. you just feel good so just soak it up and just mm. feel good about it it might be and this is how small this can be it might be that you lay your head down on a pillow at night and you've had a a hard day and you just the pillow feels really really soft okay mm. and you might just close your eyes and just go wow this is the pillow I wanted everybody can relate to that because we all do like a soft pillow don't we and that's just that lovely warm feeling and it can be the smallest smallest thing I, I wouldn't even say be grateful for it because that's almost I find that almost patronizing I just think just 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 enjoy it honestly enjoy that sunshine enjoy mm -hmm. that soft pillow enjoy whatever it is that you've chosen to enjoy and it will lead to more good things more positives mm -hmm. yeah in, in a way almost rewire i mean that's positive psychology rewiring ourselves for the positive rather than our kind of evolutionarily biased 
brain towards negativity and threat. Um, and yeah, so really... it's it's create it's ultimately as we now know these days, it's creating neural new neural pathways, and and mm -hmm. that starts with chemicals in our brain, which which set up instant temporary if you like neural pathways but once we use those pathways enough then they form into physical pathways mm -hmm. and uh, and we know how that works now in our brains but even if we didn't it's not doesn't really matter it's just that it works it's practice whatever you mm -hmm. decide to practice is, is what you're going to become and yeah it's a choice yeah brilliant well that sounds like a lovely place to to close um to, how... to, to, close, on a, to close on a soft pillow yeah, isn't that delightful? <laughs> what's the best way? And I mean, we'll we'll put the links in the show notes for people to easily click through. But what's the best way for people to get in touch with yourself? Um, yeah, for either any questions or to explore working with you. Yeah, I suppose the the usual uh, these days. Um, Google um, sort my money. Uh, sort is S O R T. Sort mm -hmm. is not source. Or I, I sometimes. Uh, people sometimes misunderstand how I say that word, but sort my money. If you Google it, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're, we're on LinkedIn. Uh, we obviously have a website presence. So, and and if someone wishes to get through to the company or myself, they can do that by by Google. You know, our friend Google will will get them there. Yeah, trusty Google. All right. Well, thank you very much, David. It's been a yeah, I've really enjoyed the the philosophical thread. Um, to something which can often just seem quite binary, quite dry and um, lifeless in a way, um, money and, and finances. So I appreciate the, the life, the harmony, as you put it, um, and the depth that you bring to your work. Yeah, and I appreciate your openness to what I've had to say. And uh, thank you for inviting me on the show. It's been a real pleasure. Yeah, and we'll put, as I said, those links in the show notes. So invite people to get in touch with you, David. And I look forward to meeting you in person at some point. Um, possibly if you Sounds ever done Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. All right. Thanks, David. Okay. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another Agora conversation. And we trust you took away something useful. Thank you, Al. That's right. If you are already a member with us, we look forward to seeing you in an office or an event really soon. If you aren't a member with us, we'd love to welcome you to one of our centres across Melbourne, South Melbourne, Footscray and Torquay very soon. Please be in touch and call us on 1-800-WORK-NOW or on the web on, at www.workspace365.com.au. We look forward to continuing to connect with you and you with our community here at Workspace 365. We'll see you again shortly.